Hello, and welcome to this week's State Hornet News Podcast, where the editors of the State Hornet and I go over the week's news. This week, State Hornet reporter Leslie Hicks sat down with Judea Pryor, a criminal justice major here at Sacramento State, who's had trouble finding housing since moving to the area. I'm Will Coburn, your podcast editor, and here's Leslie and Judea. My name's Leslie Hicks. I'm a reporter for the State Hornet, and I'm speaking today with Jada Prayer, a third-year criminal justice major at Sacramento State who's experienced uh, housing insecurity here in the last year. Um, Jada, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where did you grow up? Um, I'm from Oakland, California, so I grew up there, born and raised in East Oakland. Um, and I moved to the, or I was attempting to move here um, in January of this year. Okay. Why did you choose to come to Sacramento and Sacramento State? Well, originally I got into Sacramento State, San Francisco State, and uh, CSU Long Beach. Um, But I decided to go with Sacramento State because I knew that it was more affordable here. So I knew San Francisco, like I'm from Oakland, so rent went up out there. We already know San Francisco was even higher. So I was like... Just moved back from San Francisco. Yeah, it's like you (laughs) you already know. So like it was super expensive. um, So... I was like, Sacramento is like my best bet, my safest bet. If I want to like be able to just in case if something happens and I had to like be on my own, I would be able to afford it. So that's originally why I picked Sacramento State because of affordable housing. Um, overall, after you moved here, did you find that it was a struggle to make enough money, even with financial aid, to afford food, housing and expenses related to school? Um, well, one, yes, it's extremely hard, but it's even it's even harder to even get a job because nobody wants anybody that's commuting. They don't want to hire you if you don't have stable housing. And then when you go back home, nobody wants to hire you because you say you go to Sac State and they're like, well, how can you commit to me? You know, like, Mm -hmm. so um, it was very challenging even getting a job so that I could fund or because financial aid only gives you a certain amount. So the rest you're going to have to figure out on your own. And it's like, if I can't even figure out how to get a job at this point, then how am I, of course, going to afford to live here? So you had issues because financial aid doesn't provide enough um, for all of your expenses. You had to find a job, but because you were you um, were having a a hard time finding a place to live, you were having a hard time finding a job locally (laughs) and vice versa. Yes. So it's kind of like a catch twenty two. Right. Did you apply for student housing this semester or last semester? Last semester. Yes, last semester I was on um, student housing, but I was actually out the country when they sent, like, so when January came, I still wasn't in housing. Um, I was on the wait list. Um, and then they send out, um, like, an updated sheet where you have to verify if you would like to stay on the list. And so I was actually out the country when they sent that, so I wasn't able to respond. Um, so when I got back, I was dropped from the list. So I was just like, okay, it's fine. I'll just commute um, three to four days a week. Um, and I'll just make do. So that's what I decided to do last semester. But then I was kind of tired of that. So um, spring came around. I decided to apply again for um, on-campus housing. And then I was in, like, group 25 by that time. So um, it was just pretty much playing the waiting game since then. And did you look for housing um, around campus and in, in the Sacramento area? Um, at that time, no. We were hoping – we were kind of told and, like, hoping that – the list would get dropped by July. So we were just playing the waiting game. And we were like, it was me and my friend. We were like in good hopes of like, oh, no, we're going to get in there. And so like every time it came close to school, we were like a week. We were uh, one group 
further in. So it gave us a little hope. But at this point, we're like just stuck in group two. And so like we haven't moved in like a month. So waiting for for student housing, on-campus housing yes. is, is kind of a competitive process. Yeah. I think I was just reading something and it's only like 2,100 rooms available. And there's like the acceptance rate was like 35,000. So. Right. So <laughs> there's there's definitely a lack of availability going on. Yes, definitely. Um, what resources did you find um, at Sac State uh, in order to help you deal with, with some of these issues you were experiencing? The CARES program. Um, without them, I don't. Without them, uh, I don't know where I would really actually be at all. Because um, with Jessica's help, that's our case manager. Mm-hmm. With her help, she's been like extremely helpful with us. She's um, checking in with us. She's act- actively trying to find us places to live. Um, doing everything that she can she sends us craigslist ads and anybody that contacts her anything that she can she she helps us with um she's the reason why i even got to do the news report for the sacramento b so yeah cool um is so did you utilize emergency housing yes i'm i'm currently in it oh okay so what's the time limit like um when you when you um are part of that so once your move-in date you have 30 days in emergency housing um is space limited? Space is limited. There's only two girl beds, so one room, uh, two girl beds, and then the one room, two boy beds. So there's four of us at a time. And have you managed to find a permanent house or a permanent housing? Yeah, so today, yay, me <laughs> and my roommate, um, we get along really well, So, um, which is a shocker to a lot of people, but we get along really well. And today we had good luck and good hopes, and we just found a two-bedroom, one-bath, 10 minutes away from campus, so... We got everything we asked for. Great. Have you been able to also find a job? Um, I did find a job, but it wasn't enough hours for me, so I kind of have to like permanent a job. Like oh, I don't okay. do that. But I have. I went to the um, job fair that we just had, and I met with a company called Referral Exchange, and I have an interview with them on Tuesday. So Great. they seem to really like us. So, um, so how many hours per week are you looking to to work to be able to afford to live here? At least sixteen to twenty. And are you going to school full-time as well? Yes, all of it. Is that difficult to be able to balance school and work, the, the kind of workload that you need to have? in order? Honestly, so me growing up, when I started um, college, um, my mom had got breast cancer. So I had to balance work, school, and taking care of her. Um, I started off just doing work in school. Of course, but I was working. I was working at Enterprise mm-hmm. Rental Car, so I was working a lot of hours. So I was either at school or I was at work. But um, that happened, so it kind of taught me how to balance school life in general. So I'm f- very grateful for the experience because it helped me grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like a piece of cake to me because at this point, I just have to take care of myself. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, so how much do you think an average student under similar living circumstances? Um, can afford to pay for rent like like what was your guys's price range when you were looking for for housing um like no more than five to six hundred dollars yeah a month because and were you finding that most apartments uh, and things out there were more expensive they were so expensive so like i started i came here because of the price that's why i chose this school so two semesters prior to that the rent was about like nine eight nine hundred if you wanted to even live by yourself a one bedroom one bath the next semester it jumped to about like 
a thousand to twelve this semester it actually jumped to about thirteen to fifteen um there's even some out there that's eighteen thousand dollars or eighteen hundred dollars yeah. but um you know like it it just skyrocketed out of nowhere and that's in a semester because I was actively checking before I came so when I actually got here it wasn't what I was seeing so right um what do you think can be done on a school level or even on a city level in order to help people um college students who are who find themselves in similar circumstances um what what in your opinion do you think could be done better if people would like to help one that would help is uh one way you can help is if you have uh, rooms available in your home then that would be greatly appreciated if you like say hey i don't mind having a student here but not just offering the homes to students but not being prejudice or bias about what a student looks like to you you can't just say i want a student and then expect them to look a certain way and then when they get there like oh you don't look like a student you look like you're 30 years old why are you doing this mm-hmm. and that this and that this and that you know so if you're gonna do it we would greatly appreciate it but also be kind and nice because we still are just because we look different don't mean that we're different we're like we still have a, a common goal we still want to get out of here we're still trying to make it we're still trying to just live some of us are really just trying to go to sleep and get up and go to class that's mm-hmm. it we need somewhere to lay our head. So that's one option. Or you can, we were hoping, but I, I heard the school's kind of working on it now, but like there's a lot of properties around here for sale. And so if, if people could buy it and then rent the rooms out separately to students to pay the bills, like that would be totally mm-hmm. a great move for everyone. So, um, Do you have any advice for students who are trying to live and work and finish school here in Sacramento? To keep going. Um, your time will come like we literally have we had seven days left like this was our literally our last week in this housing and we we were stressing like you know it it was hard and it's like it's kind of hard to just go to sleep and sleep good or you know just eat and just be functioning but you you still keep going because whatever's out there and it's meant for you it will be for you we got denied a few times people didn't want to take us we were explaining to them our circumstances that we were about to have nowhere to go and like people just don't care but you'll find somebody that cares it's always somebody that cares um i believe in god god's always looking out for you um so just keep going and don't let the the naysayers are like the negative energy get you down because in this world it will so you just got to be strong and keep going cool. be resilient <laughs> thank you for sharing your story jada i really appreciate it no problem in other news from around campus mayor of south bend indiana and democratic presidential hopeful pete Buttigieg made a campaign stop in west sacramento sunday where he talked about gun control education policy and democratic reform Check out StateHornet.com to hear from Sac State students that were in attendance. Parking at Sac State is notoriously difficult, and State Hornet reporters found that the school sells over 17,000 parking permits for the only 9,990 available student parking spaces. Tony Lucas, the Senior Director of University Transit and Parking Services, said they expect vehicles to come and not stay all day, resulting in the space being occupied part of the day and open another part of the day. They understand that not all students come on all days, which means spaces will be open and available, saying at no point in time in the last semester had every parking space been filled. Sac State students participated in the 30th annual Paint the Town event last weekend, where about 100 students joined with NeighborWorks Sacramento to give a block in Del Paso Heights a makeover, pulling weeds, washing and painting houses, and removing broken fencing. This is the fifth year Sac State has participated in Paint the Town. 
On Thursday, Sac State celebrated the 25th anniversary of the Japanese American Archival Collection. The collection started with donations from Mary Sukamoto, a Sacramento school teacher, the Sacramento Veterans of Foreign War Nasei Post, and the Foreign Japanese American Citizens League in 1994 to document Japanese American internment during World War II and carries documents, photographs, and artifacts from the internment period. The collection can be viewed online at the university's library website, but James Fox, the head of Special Collections and University Archives, recommends students see the collection in person. Thank you for listening to this week's State Hornet News Podcast. You can find more news throughout the week at statehornet.com. I'm your podcast editor, Will Coburn, and I'll see you next week.